Hey, welcome to the Stephanie Stevens Show, where I help you discover the power of communication and the keys that unlock the doors to freedom in every area of your life. Well, hello, my amazing friend. I have a milestone to share with you. This is episode number 20. Yeah, you heard me. Number 20 in my brand new podcast, The Stephanie Stevens Show. And thank you very much for listening. I guess from what I hear, if you make it to the 20th episode, you're doing pretty good. (laughs) How about that? (laughs) Apparently, most people who start podcasts don't make it to episode 20. Crazy. But how could you not when we have so much fun? So I just want you to know that I am grateful and also appreciative for you. I think they're two different things. I think grateful is when um, you're excited that something has happened and, and you're happy that it has. I think appreciation has a little bit of a different feel. It's you appreciate that there are favorable circumstances that you are not necessarily responsible for. So I appreciate the opportunity to come into your space on a regular basis, daily basis is what I'm going for, and that you're listening and that we're making this real authentic human connection. You know, sometimes people just crave connection. They just crave a voice that sounds warm and friendly and authentic and real and just another person on the other end of something somewhere that they can identify with. And so I hope And I pray that I can provide that for you. I have a secret for you. I really love that type of connection. When I hear somebody tell a story from their heart or share something that they've been through, you know, the the amazing thing about a story is that in any given story, you can pretty much identify with at least one character. That's why stories are so powerful. So when we hear somebody tell a story about their life, Typically, we will find, even subconsciously, a character that we feel like we resonate or identify with, and it creates a whole new meaning for the story. Again, that's why sharing stories and the the art of storytelling is so incredibly powerful. So I hope that some of my stories will be of benefit to you because I'm hoping you can identify with one of the characters or maybe the situation that I unfold for you on any given day regarding any area of life. And we are going to go get into marriage and divorce and having children and having a child with special needs or a family member with special needs. We'll talk about communications and we will talk about that at length. That's really what this podcast is about. It's about becoming masterful in your communication, whatever genre that is, because Communication is key, and it's the key that unlocks freedom in pretty much every area of your life. If you can become a masterful communicator, you will be amazed at how far those skills can take you in just about any arena. So today, here's a topic I want to bring to you just for your consideration. It is the lifestyle of forgiveness. Now, before we all hold hands and sing Kumbaya, it's something that I work on. It's something that you may find that you need to work on. But my point today is going to be forgiveness is a lifestyle. And here's why. Because I bet if you're anything like me or like each other, um, there is somebody that you have forgiven and you find that just when you're feeling like you've been able to forgive, they come and do something that makes you want to not forgive them ever again. 
In other words, ongoing behavioral patterns that just mess with you. They trigger you, they, they upset you, they irritate you. So it's one thing to, to forgive. And, you know, many brilliant masters along the course of time in you know, self-help genres have offered ways to forgive. Uh, ministries offer ways to forgive. There's a way to forgive that might be beneficial, and that is live it. You're going to need to do it maybe a hundred times a day, my friend. So when we think, you know, in the olden days, people would go to church and they'd sit before a third party median in order to get to God who was too important for you, right? That was the idea. God's too important and too busy and you're lowly. And so you got to talk to another mediator who is much holier than you and they will take your problems to God, right? I don't ever uh, read in scripture, especially in the new covenant that that is God's intention. In fact, it wasn't from the beginning when he would audibly, as, as scripture indicates, would audibly speak to people. And then they started being like, no, thanks. We don't, we don't really want to hear that. If you're interested in more, you can read the book of Exodus. It kind of goes into detail about that. And so then God used mediators and middlemen who did want to hear and did want to listen and did want to translate and transmit information to others. And here we are with the opportunity now again to hear. And many people call that different things. Intuition, guidance, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, doesn't matter what exactly you perceive that as in this moment in time. That The fact of the matter is that you do have the opportunity to hear and to receive information when you put your brain in a state of shutting down multiple other windows kind of spinning and operating in the background, when you put them on pause, close them down, and you start filtering out that stimuli, you can silence yourself and hear from your creator. Pretty incredible. And the feeling that goes along with that, that union and that oneness is unlike anything you'll ever experience in your life. It's beautiful. It's sacred. I'm sometimes moved to emotion when I can when I can really shut everything else out, I don't know of a more peaceful and beautiful presence or state than to be unified in one with my creator, with that Holy Spirit, beautiful, loving, all-encompassing Holy Spirit. So as we practice, because you're really here, right, to benefit and to grow and expand, as we practice communication, one of the things we're going to need to learn eventually is to communicate and receive divine, divine information and wisdom and direction and guidance. And so in doing so, we will want to communicate the things that bother us, and we, want to, we will want to quickly, quickly turn that over and release that to forgiveness. You're not probably going to feel the fuzzies that go along with the idea of forgiveness because we still hold memories. And as long as we still hold memories in our minds and in our bodies, and until we have fully processed that and released it, it is still going to mess with you. So my recommendation is think about forgiveness in that you will have to live it as a lifestyle. It's not a one-time gig. You're not going to do it one and done. You're going to probably need to go back because new offenses will probably come to mind. So if you forgive somebody for one thing and then two days later they do that same thing, plus they do something else that really irritates you, now you're back to square one 
and you have to add the other offense. And so how many times are you going to do that? We're really going to have to get to the practice of living forgiveness in the moment. Now, here's what that might look like. It might look like, ouch, I feel an offense. I'm really irritated. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to give myself X number of minutes to process this. And by the way, women love to process verbally, hence the word venting. Men vent too. It just often looks very different and much shorter. Okay. We're known us women for our multiple thousands of words used daily. Men, not so much. So women tend to process emotionally by verbalizing what they're thinking. And then by the time they're done, quote, venting, they kind of got it worked out and they're already decompressing emotionally a bit. It doesn't matter if you're a man or a woman. The point is that what you can do is take that offense and, and find it, find it in your mind. What really bothers me about this? Why does this really bother me? Now, search your body. Where am I finding this in my body? Do I feel it anywhere? Is it hitting me in my solar plexus? Does it put a, quote, knot in my stomach? Does it put a, quote, pain in my neck um, or a pain in my other places? Um, <laughs> if so, that's legitimate. That's actually real. You know, your, your body tissue vibrates. It is made up of matter and energy as well. So an emotion doesn't just go away. It, if you've internalized that, it is vibrating in your tissue somewhere in your body. And this is often why holistic doctors and practitioners will tell you that unforgiveness, which leads to things like deep-seated resentment and worse, compounds over the course of time, can lead to dis-ease in the body because the body is not at ease. It is vibrating these emotions in this in your in the very tissue of your body and can cause and create secondary issues. So, if we identify an offense, what we could do is go ahead in that very moment. I this really bothers me. I'm I'm upset by this because this is the offense. Name the offense. Then I'm going to ask you to go a step further. This is how it makes me feel. I'm upset by this thing. Because this is how that thing, that offense, made me feel. And then dive into that. This is what most people miss. This is the step most people do not process. First you list the offense, then you go through. I'm upset because that offense made me feel. It made me feel hurt. It made me feel unheard. It made me feel sidelined. It made me feel discounted. It made me feel list, list, list all the way down until you don't find any more words to list. Then you know you've really sort of purged and processed through that offense. And then take that deep breath, release it out of your body, release it out of your mind, release it out of your emotions totally, hand it over because you, my friend, don't know perfect justice. So one beautiful practice is to hand it over for God's perfect justice. I hand this to you for your perfect justice. I bless this individual and I release that offense. When you do this, I think you'll be surprised at how much better you actually feel mentally, emotionally. Now, that doesn't mean that you don't still create boundaries in your life. That doesn't mean that something that goes on regularly isn't going to bother you regularly. But what you can do in the moment is whenever it comes up, even if it comes up a couple of times a day, continue to process through 
What's the offense? How does that make you feel? Forgive, release, release it to somebody else. You're not the justifier. Release it to God for perfect justice and then bless and bless the individual. Sometimes your blessing may look like I bless them with the ability to take a look at their own issues. (laughs) If that's where you have to go, do it. I bless them with some self-awareness, you know, whatever, whatever it takes. But this isn't something that's a one and done. And again, if you can get into the, the practice of kind of breathing and living forgiveness, it will make you feel better. And it's one of the ways in which you may find greater levels of freedom. That's my offering for you today, my friend. Again, thank you for listening. Please subscribe if you haven't already. Please share this if you think somebody that you know, love, or care about might benefit. And if you'd be so kind as to rate the podcast, especially if you are enjoying it, that would be really beneficial because then other amazing, wise, and expansive people just like you will be able to find us. All right, take care. I can't wait to connect with you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to The Stephanie Stevens Show. Please remember to subscribe so we can stay connected and you never miss an episode of the podcast. Oh, and if you haven't left a rating yet, please be sure to do so. It helps incredible people like you find the podcast. We'll see you on the next episode.